if you're going to take the risk of running advertising online, shouldn't you get the benefits of learning from someone who's in the platforms every second of the day? Welcome to BidPixel.com's Marketing Ear Biscuits, the original podcast dedicated to digital advertising run by two Aussie guys who ride around in kangaroo pouches and drink Fosters and 4X beer. Hey, Chris Mott, how are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you going? Fantastic. What did you get up to over Christmas, buddy? Time with the family, uh, time with friends was good. We got out on the boat and did some fishing and um, just relaxed more than so, anything. So uh, we went fishing, didn't we, mate? We did go fishing. We, we got, did go. We caught more fish. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want to call those bait fish fish, but yeah, you, you got more fish. I think the count was 3-1. Technically, they were fish, right? They were fish. They, were, they did go back in the water. We didn't keep any of them, but they were, they were fish. They were fish. Excellent. <laughs> hey, mate, um, I'm going to have a chat with you today about something that's probably close to your heart because you have reskilled yourself over a few times over the decades. Um, and the topic that we're talking about today is can your current team learn new skills and do they genuinely have the time to do so? Now, this podcast session and vlog session is really going to be sort of tailored towards the traditional business owner who has a decent sized staff, decent sized revenue, but they are maybe lacking in some of the areas that they need to be uh, upskilling in. They might Digital marketing might be lapsing, uh, the graphic design or the in-house abilities to produce content just might not be as strong as it should be. But let's talk about, can the current team actually learn the skill set to do it? Do they have the time to do it? Or as we'll ask later on, should they just be outsourcing it to someone else? So, mate, what's your thoughts on upskilling a team and professional development for a, an existing team? I think there's, there's always scope. Um, and before we get to, you know, as a business owner, before you get to the question of, you know, who can I pick to upskill? It's, you know, as you grow in your business and you grow with your staff members and you spend a lot of time with people, you know, you, everybody spends 30, 40, 50 hours a week at work. You know, you get to know everybody regardless of your position in the hierarchy. The ability to be able to identify people that have, you know, passions outside of work that may be relatable to your current business, like you say, you know, Facebook ads or, you know, posting on Facebook or graphic design, anything like that, especially, you know, in this day and age, where everybody's got professional grade cameras on their phones nowadays. Everybody's most people are using social media. A lot of people have a lot of creative inspiration that's sort of naturally occurring over the last five to 10 years, um, just with the way, you know, the consumer market and just social media and, and human interaction in general is moving. So you've always got those people that have those passions um, outside of work and it's trying to identify them. Um, you know, are they the kind of person that is, is passionate about coming to work, not just because of a paycheck, uh, and then are they willing to actually transfer that passion into um, something that can actually help our business grow and succeed? And can we professionally nurture that with them? I think, I think you're 100% right. Like I got into marketing from having side hobbies and doing side things that I wanted to learn and develop, right? So uh, you might have someone on your team who does accounting by day but on weekends they're down at the beach at the local market selling handmade leather products and that's a creative side of them that you might not have ever seen in accounts receivable right or they might be a 
a mechanic out in the workshop or a lackey sweeping the floors in the workshop, but by night they have a Shopify store where they're building and designing and learning and selling t-shirts that they design. Um, and I guess you're true. it's true, right? You have to know your current staff. You have to know and get to know their capabilities. And do they have that little passion on the outside that they can bring in and actually grow your business without having to outsource or um, upskill someone else? Yeah, and I, I think the real benefit as well of looking in-house first is, you know, you've got, for the best part, you know, your entire um, team of staff members that also share the same core values as your business because they work for your business. So that's a great place to start rather than thinking, I need a graphic designer or I'm going to place an ad and, and look for one and hire one, you know, look for the people internally that share your values, working at the coalface in the current business, know the business and know the industry um, better than potentially, you know, an immediate outsourced worker might too. So, 100%. So we always think and talk to people about, uh, we might have a professional service come to us, let's say a surveying company and they come to us like, well, we need someone to run our, our content marketing for us. Like, great how the heck are we going to teach anyone your values and what you do and talking about the equipment that you use? No Filipino can be taught to do that regardless of how cheap or expensive they are. You're going to have a hard enough time finding a freelancer in a Western world who knows and understands your products and talks about your products the way that you know them. So, you know, is there that guy who is sick of being out in the field in the sun five days a week that would love to come in for half a day a week and actually start documenting this stuff. Now he might not be the best copywriter, but can he document it and dot point it that then someone else can finish it off and polish it and make it client facing. Yeah. hundred percent. So mate, one of the things that with this question was, was can your current team learn new skills and do they have time? So let's talk about the time factor in this and something that we do at BidPixel is setting aside time for professional development. How much time do you think you need a day to upskill yourself in something? And let's talk in particular something digital marketing. So we generally spend, well, I personally generally try to spend, um, you know, priorities permitting obviously as well, at least 30 minutes a day, um, you know, and whether that's in between jobs or on my lunch break or in the morning or in the you know, after hours after work, 30 minutes a day trying to dive into something that, maybe caught my attention in the last week to two weeks that I really enjoyed in terms of what I'm doing in my current role um, and then tried to expand on that as well. So, you know, the, there's plenty of facilities out there to actually do that. Um, a lot of them are free and some of them are actually quite cost effective as well. You know, we're talking digital media, you know, you're talking online marketing courses, you know, Google online marketing challenge, um, you know, Facebook blueprint courses, all those sorts of things. You know, there's a, there's a plethora of, of bloggers out there that just want to share their knowledge much like we do as well, you know, and that could even be just half an hour of listening to podcasts, not actually hands on the tools, just some, some input of information or knowledge that I didn't previously have, you know, and, and half an hour a day is, is nothing really in the scheme of things. It's half an hour a day. They can be like online. If we're talking online marketing, like there's so many online resources. Now there is some good and some bad stuff. Um, so you mentioned Google online marketing challenge. I'm going to flesh that one out a little bit more. If you've got a, someone in your organization who's studying or a graduate or uh, doing some tertiary education, Google online marketing challenge, I'll put a link in the description is an amazing way for teams to come together and get real world experience with Google ads. But 
they're running ads with Google gives them $10,000 US, but they're running ads for genuine not-for-profit businesses who don't have that money or don't have the finances to do it. So any not-for-profit can register or be associated with the Google Online Marketing Challenge. And then any tertiary education person or anyone studying can form a team and actually get given budget to run Google ads in real time. So that's a fantastic little way of actually getting real world experience without having to spend the money. And you're giving back to someone for a good cause as well, right? Absolutely. Um, so Facebook Blueprint course, all of our team goes through it. Uh, we would highly recommend, we've got a few questions coming up from the, the $50,000 challenge that we're running um, about how to upskill yourself before you go to an agency and just knowing Facebook Blueprint, which is Facebook's free course and education material about the advertising platform. Just understanding that is enough to then have a qualified conversation with an agency and know what the agency is talking about, right? Mm. Um, uh, Wordstream, I'll put the link in the description again. Wordstream PPC courses are amazing to do. Uh, Digital Marketer, uh, a company in the USA run by Ryan Dice. Digital Marketer Labs are really cost-effective and there's 13 core courses about everything from email marketing to copywriting to paid ads. They're amazing and we put our team through them. Uh, Udemy, a couple of bucks. And then like Courses for Success, actually one of our customers, Courses for Sex. So, uh, sorry, Jason, I can't <laughs> even say your business name. Courses for Success has like thousands of courses about everything and anything and they'll often bundle courses in together so you can buy one professional development course and get like three or four more courses with that same sort of topic and they just give you a, a fantastic insight and training into something that you might have that passion for so mate what about uh the old guru courses plenty of people in facebook advertising are out there flaunting their stuff and saying that they can teach you stuff do you need to buy a guru course for thousands of dollars or where can you find that information other ways? I would say no. <laughs> I think, I think the, the, the internet is full of opinions and as long as you're willing to, to sift through you know, what you need to sift through and pull value out of what you think is valuable, um, there's more than enough in there to get you started. You know, if, if it gets to a certain point and you feel like you, know, you, you need to or you would like to you know, pay for a guru course or something like that, then by all means that's... You know, your prerogative and it's, you know, I'm sure there's some great value inside of that as well, but I, I really think that there is enough um, free or low cost information available to everybody these days, especially with these larger digital platforms. You know, that's, this is really their core business. You know, they, they make money out of people using their platform, not learning how to use their platform, which is why they're giving a lot of this stuff away for free and the ability to use it is often free. Oh, 100%. Um, like, do if you went and did Google Ads certification, which is free to do, you are upskilling yourself and you're answering questions directly related to Google advertising. Exactly um, right. Facebook Blueprint does have a certification. It is a paid course, but it gives you a certification that you are one of the better people and you have an understanding of Facebook's advertising platform. Um, HubSpot has their free certification for inbound marketing. Super simple to do and a nice mm. little plaque that you can have on your LinkedIn or your um, LinkedIn or your resume when you are, when your boss undervalues you when you start <laughs> earning, knowing too much. No, we're talking to the bosses here. We can't talk about the staff yeah. uh, under, being undervalued. Um, all right. What about mentors and maybe going to some events or some um, conferences. I think my, I'm going to keep on speaking. Conferences are a really good way of burning cash real fast, especially if you're traveling interstate. Um, 
but they can be good learning grounds and you're, you're within a room of people. Um, maybe don't be aiming for your like success resources. Like I know you, <laughs> you walked out of the success resources uh, conference, didn't you? <laughs> I did have somewhere to go, but yes, I walked out of it. So <laughs> don't go to a pitch fest conference, go to a conference that's actually tiered. Like Kerwin Ray will teach you some really fantastic stuff about social media marketing or digital marketer down under or some of those courses, which are actually going to be full of information that's valuable. And you can walk away with one or two things that you can implement and actually um, have have attained some professional development, not like success resources where yeah. you just feel like you need to just buy something. I get sold at for four and a half hours. Cool. But I think that, and the mentorship as well is a really good one too. And I think, you know, a part of that as well is it's, you know, th that personal aspect too, you know, when we're talking about digital marketing, you know, it, it can sometimes be a lonely business online. So it's nice to have that human interaction with other business owners and business minded people that are in the same position as you. So, you know, those smaller um, mentorship run, um, you know, courses and, and, and programs and conferences are, are still really good value, I think, as well. Awesome. So can your current team learn new skills and do they have time? Yes, they can learn new skills, but the caveat is make sure they actually want to and find something that they are passionate, involved and can get involved in. If mm. they can't string a sentence together, don't teach them to be a copywriter. But if you find out that they're making leather down at the beach to sell at the markets on the weekends or they know how to use Canva, which is a wonderful free platform on your phone or computer to design graphically, give them the chance to step up and learn more and then pay them for their worth if they are bringing more to your business. Um, Absolutely. And then do they have time? Yes. Like it could be as little as half an hour a day, watching some YouTube videos in the background. Uh, doing a course uh, straight after lunch. It's not hard to find the time to upskill yourself and let, and I would encourage owners of these businesses to allow your team to upskill themselves. Like a happy staff member and a staff member that's learning is one that sticks around and is happy with the position that they've got. That's exactly right. And I was just thinking about that too, you know, I mean, even at a bottom line, you know, conversation with, you know, upskilling staff members, you know, somebody's happy is obviously improving retention. Um, at a minimum, they're not costing you any extra to do this. You know, you're getting an extra service, an extra bit of value out of that same staff member. So they've actually increased their productivity. Cool. Um, you know, boost morale around the place and it's just good all around. Cool. All right. I'm just going to take a break here for a second. I just want to go to a little ad that we're um, about this promotion that we've been doing. So <laughs> let's just go to the ad and let's come back and then we'll just wrap this conversation up. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a moment out of the content that you've been consuming right now and just discuss this promotion that BitPixel's doing currently. So for Q1 of 2020, so January through to the end of March, we're actually incentivizing you and we want to know what your toughest marketing or advertising question is. Now, we want to hear those questions on our Instagram account, so commenting on any of our posts or our YouTube channel, commenting on any of our current videos or in fact, any of the videos on our channel at all and we will go through and read those questions and use them as a basis of our content for future videos and pieces of content that we're making. Now, marketing is a transaction, right? You need to give and take to get someone's attention. And while we're asking you for these tough questions, we know that we need to give you something in return. So 
What we've devised is an outlandish prize of $50,000 cash to go towards your next marketing or advertising campaign. Now, we've had some feedback from this already and some people think it's a little bit too good to be true, but I just want to take this moment out of the content that you've been listening to, to give you some assurance and give you a bit of an understanding of where that $50,000 cash is coming from and let you know that it's completely above board and legitimate. So within Australia, you've got the ability to do an insured prize sum now, while we don't have the $50,000 to give away, we use an insurance company to say that there is a game of chance involved and the winner will get the chance to spin a wheel and if they spin the lucky number, like if you're old enough and you remember Hey Hey It's Saturday and Pluck a Duck and the big chocolate wheel, if you spin the number and win, you get a genuine $50,000 cash to do with it as you choose or to spend it on advertising. Now, because it's a game of chance, some people might not want to take part in that. So what we've done is offered up two other prizes in the prize pool and the first person who asks the toughest question or the person that we deem wins this promotion at the end of March will get the chance of which prize they like to choose. Yeah, they might like to spin to win and go for uh, their chance for $50,000 cash or they might choose one of our supplementary prizes which are the, the first supplementary prize is three months worth of strategy with our team. So you get three months of strategy with our Google Ads experts three months of strategy with our Facebook ad experts, and three months of strategy with our conversion rate optimization and website development team. Now, that's a pretty powerful prize in its own, and imagine what you could do after three months to generate revenue through your advertising and marketing. Now, if that doesn't float your boat, we've also got a locked safe. Now, you can barely see it up on the screen here, but up on my shelving that you'll see in a lot of our videos is a safe that says win me and it's actually been locked for quite some time now. The contents of that safe in November and December alone earned two of our customers over half a million dollars worth of sales online. So like I said, marketing is a give and take mentality, right? We want to take your tough questions and we want to answer them. And that's a selfish motive from us because we want to use those questions that you ask to then generate more valuable content for other people to consume. But we know that we need to give you something in return. And the reason why we're going outlandish with the $50,000 cash is we want to make it worth your while to take time out of your day to ask us a question. So that's it. That's our little internal ad as part of the content that we've just pushed out. I just want you to know that yes, it's a legitimate $50,000. We want you to have the chance to win that or one of the other prizes that we're offering. And all we need in return is for you to ask us a marketing or advertising question that you genuinely want to find out an answer for. Uh, Thanks heaps. Let's get back to the content that we're talking about at the moment. And if you did want to take part in this promotion, just go to bitpixel.com forward slash questions and there's all the information you need there. Cheers guys. So Chris, we were talking about can your current team learn new skills and do they have the time? And we've worked out, yes, it's easy to teach someone something online these days. Yes, you should be able to find the time for them. What were you talking to me about in that break just then though? Um, putting some questions on some business owners, you know, have you actually looked at, at being able to implement this? You know, you, are you able to identify, you know, if your staff members have other passions or other skills that, you know, for lack of a better term, could be exploited in your business? Are they willing to do it? Are you willing to actually offer your staff members time out of their day that you're paying them to do another job to actually learn and nurture these skills as well. Um, you know, it's, it's something that not a lot of people really think about is that when they sit down and actually ask themselves the hard questions and would I be prepared to do it? Can I physically do it? And then if all the boxes are ticked, 
why aren't I doing it? Okay, cool. So let's talk about what some of the things that you could actually train a staff member to do. So mm-hmm. organically posting on social media, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, um, you can definitely train an internal person how to write in your voice and your expertise and create some images in Canva or take some decent quality photos with a smartphone. So number one would be you could do some organic post scheduling. I absolutely encourage you though to work out some content that's educational or motivational or has a call to action to actually prompt someone to want to follow you and consume that information because otherwise it's just a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mate, what's another area of marketing that they could upskill someone to do? Um, Don't say paid advertising. (laughs) They they have to come to us for that, mate. I wasn't going to, no. Just, I mean, just a simple understanding of the basic principles of marketing as well, you know. Posting organically, understanding how to voice, um, you know, information and educate and motivate in somebody's business mindset is one thing. But, you know, understanding the reasons why they're doing it, you know, what drives people, you know, through the psychology sort of thing about, you know, what could I say to somebody to actually prompt them rather than, hey, here's my plumbing business, you know, here's your toilet blocked up, you should give us a call. You know, trying to learn how to speak into your customers' pain points. Yeah, perfect. So learn, learning the reason why you would be doing marketing. Um, what about something tangible? Like let's use a plumber, for example, is I don't know how many trades people we've talked to that are like, well, I don't know what to post on social media. It's like, cool, talk about your everyday job that no one else knows about, right? Mm-hmm. A plumber can talk about how the system in a toilet works and how the five-star rating or four-star rating in a, of a water system works, right? That's something the general consumer doesn't know about. So your staff member, your apprentice could be taking a photo and writing a short description about something that is everyday knowledge to you, but the general consumer has no idea about. And I guess the beauty about doing that is you're putting out educational material and proving that you're an expert in what you do so that someone's more likely to hire you to do the job that you do day in and day out. So documenting what you do with no questions, a stupid answer or no question deserves to um, go unnoticed. It can be the simplest of things. Um, What about copywriting? You could get one of your staff to start writing some articles or start writing some content and some opinion pieces and even writing articles and sending them to traditional media. You know, how can a plumber help people save water or what are the three simple things you could do to save water getting it published in a magazine, a newspaper or someone's blog because we've got a country that's in drought, right? Um, What about taking some good images, right? Like just literally, if you're, let's keep on talking about tradies, you're at a job site. It's a fantastic job. You take it before and after that's content that can be used later. And as paid advertisers, we probably have, that's our number one gripe in customers not being able to generate content, which is going to help them promote their business. So even just simple before and after photos done well, put your, put your apprentice through a small course on how to take photos better on their iPhone mm. is going to then help your business down the track when you do decide to advertise it or put paid, paid advertising behind it. Um, what about website updates, mate? Like even like 80% of businesses would be on a, a content management system like WordPress or Squarespace or um, Wix. What about teaching someone how to log in and make simple changes to make your website stay relevant? And you mentioned 
the, the learning, the premise behind marketing and why you do it, how can you evolve your website to actually talk the message that it needs to talk to your ideal customer? So when people land on your website, they are actually gaining trust in you and your brand and wanting to use you. Yeah, absolutely. And like you say, I mean, that, you know, there's, there's so many different platforms now for websites and most people are on very simplified ones that are easy to log in and, and make those changes. Um, and there is a definite gap there, you know, and that's, we're talking about traders, you know, I'm thinking about a, I got a flyer in my mailbox the other day from an arborist, you know, and it's just a little DL size flyer. It's got a cartoon picture of a tree and it's got his name, phone number details. And basically says, you know, we cut down trees. We do this bang, 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 bullet points. I went and hit his website and it's just like a wealth of information. So everything on his website, what, what he actually wants to say in his flyer, but he's not actually doing it. You know, there's, so there's a gap in there somewhere as well. Yeah, um, you know, and the ability to be able to, to, to take that content that you want to tell people that is already on your website, um, you know, and tell it to a cold audience. That's where that digital space really comes into its own. Awesome, mate. Let's wrap this one up. So can your current team learn new skills? Yes, they certainly can. Do they have time? Of course they do. And what can they actually do? We just covered off like five or six things that they could mm -hmm. actually be doing to bring value to your business and retain them as staff member because they've got more satisfaction with what they do in the job. For sure. Now, mate, let's segue into this or out of this a little bit. One of our toughest questions that we've received on, uh, this one came in on YouTube. So for those of you that tuned out on that little advertisement that we had before, we're running the $50,000 promo so you can go in the draw to spend to win fifty thousand dollars cash or multiple different prizes involving paid advertising strategy all you have to do is ask us a tough question now we want a tough question for uh paid advertising or um just marketing in general and we want you to ask it as a comment on our instagram or as a comment on any of our youtube videos we'll log those details we'll then go live and ask those questions so that we've got a basic, basically a repository of these tough questions that we're answering on our YouTube channel or on our Facebook and Instagram. So Jerry on YouTube asked, can I train my receptionist to learn Facebook advertising or should I outsource it? Now, I don't want your answer on that, but we're going to cover that off in another topic very, very soon. We're going to dedicate a whole show to, can I train my receptionist to run my Facebook advertising or should I get an outsourced agency to do it? I know what you're going to say. <laughs> let's, actually, let's actually quantify that with some legitimate answers and give Jerry a strong resounding reason why we believe what we believe. Do you want me to answer it? No. Okay. <laughs> I want you to answer it in a full episode that we'll do another day. Right. Cool. So Jerry, can I train my receptionist in Facebook advertising or should I outsource it? We will cover that topic very soon, but Jerry, thanks for the question and we will go over it very soon. Maybe early next week. Frantically taking notes. I like it. Chris, thank you very much for your time today. No, thanks for having me, mate. It's always fun. Thanks for cleaning the kitchen before you uh, jumped on a video with me. <laughs> I don't know how happy my wife will be with this kitchen plastered all over hey, YouTube, but we'll see. Beautiful plants in the background. Isn't it nice and fresh, kids, isn't it? Kids' toys. I love it, mate. Hot Wheels cars all over the floor. Hot Wheels car. Oh, I can't see your floor, so that's all right. <laughs> so, Chris Mott, thank you very much. Chris is one of our head strategists for Facebook advertising. He comes with a wealth of knowledge after retraining himself from a totally different industry. So, 
Chris, thank you very much, mate. Uh, I enjoyed the conversation today and get back to work. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks, man. See ya. <laughs> Bye.